Welcome to This Mother Means Business, a podcast for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers unapologetic in their desire to have it all. I'm your host, Laura Sinclair. I'm a serial entrepreneur, marketing expert, business mentor, and mom of two obsessed with real conversation and deep connection around the insane journey that is raising babies and building businesses. Each week, I'll bring you incredible guests and solo episodes while refusing to shy away from the harsh truths and challenges that come along with managing the titles of mom and CEO. But don't worry, we will celebrate the big moments too. I'm here to show you what's possible in your life and business and will bring you actual tools, tricks, and stories that will take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, in your business, and in your parenting journey. I want nothing more than to see you win and will always have your back in this process, even if it comes with just a little bit of tough love. Ready for today's episode? Grab your favorite drink and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of This Mother Means Business. If you have ever felt intimidated by other women, uncomfortable around other women, competitive around other women, today's episode is for you. I want to talk about the sister wound. And this is something that I'm going to, an important caveat, I don't consider myself an expert in as far as like healing the sister wound, but I feel like a bit of an expert in terms of experiencing the sister wound. And so I want to talk about what it is. I want to talk about why I even want to talk about this. And I want to talk about what I've learned over the last few years really healing this. And I hosted a dinner in June uh, along with my friend Ashley Baines from Exponential Alchemy here locally in Barrie. We had 13 women attend the event. And I want to talk to you about this too, because we called this dinner series, The Sisterhood. Anyway, so I'm going to back up. First, I want to start with a definition of the sister wound, and I'm going to read it to you because, again, not an expert, but I really want to be able to set the stage for where this conversation is going to go. And so here's a definition that I have from reflectivehealing.com about the sister wound. It says, simply put, the sister wound is the pain, distrust, or disease that many women feel when relating to other women. Jealousy, insecurity, cattiness, comparison, fear, these are all ways that the sister wound manifests itself in relationships with other women. Instead of viewing the other woman as a sister, we view her as an enemy, competition, or a source of harm. Whew. Yeah. So I'm in a season of my life right now where I feel really healed from a lot of these things. However, the reason that I have to take a deep breath when I like read that definition is because there was a season of my life where I was deeply entrenched in this sister wound. And for a long time, I thought it was just me. Like I was the only one that felt really competitive around other women or felt like I didn't belong with other women or that I couldn't relate to other women. But I'm realizing the more that I've done this work and the more that I've healed that this is actually really prevalent. And we've all in some ways experienced a sister wound. And I'm not going to get into you know, the patriarchy and things like that necessarily in this episode, or maybe, maybe I will a little bit, but I do think that that society does pit women against each other in a lot of ways in a lot of different areas. And, you know, I've experienced 
in the past, like really, really negative experiences with female bosses, women, you know, like stepping on top of other women to get ahead, certainly like in relationship, you know, certainly in like university and, and high school and, you know, competing with other women for male attention. And so I think there's a lot of that. And, you know, for me, I've shared the story before about how I grew up in a household of three girls. I would describe that environment as being quite competitive. At least that was how I felt about it. You know, I've had, I've since starting the podcast, I've had the pleasure of being able to talk to both of my sisters actually at length about, you know, their experiences growing up and the things that, the things that showed up for them. And, you know, I think if we were to the poll, the three of us, I was certainly the one that probably felt that it was the most competitive. And I don't blame my, you know, this is no fault of my parents for, for that. I just, I just think that's how society is set up is that, you know, women compete against other women to be, you know, the prettiest, the smartest, the most achieved, have the best husband, the best kids, the best, like it's, it's constant. And so for me, the reason that I want to do this episode was because I was attending an event in July. So the beginning of July. So this episode, it's probably August-ish, maybe early September by the time that this episode launches. But I was in it in this room in August in July. And one of the conversations that was being had was around networking and like how do you feel about networking? And this event that I was at was called Ambitious AF, I think. It was like a women's I thought it was a women's entrepreneurship event. It turns out it was just like a career women's event. Clearly I need to read the marketing labels a little closer. But it was all women in this room. And the, there was somebody having a conversation about the power of networking, the power of connecting. And a lot of people were talking about the fact that they feel very uncomfortable meeting other women, connecting and networking. They sort of talked about like two versions of people. There was like version A, the person that like thrives in a networking environment. And then person B, who is somebody that walks into a networking room and immediately panics and wants to vomit. And so the presenter started asking these women, you know, why do you feel so uncomfortable? Like, what is it that comes up for you? And somebody shouted out loud, because women are scary. And this was a woman yelling that women are scary. And so it was so interesting to me to hear her say this. And there was a lot of people that started to nod in agreement, like, yes, women are scary. And I remember sitting there thinking like, but why? You know, like, why are we intimidated by other women? Why does this happen? And, you know, when I talk about my own healing of the sister wound, this isn't like years in the making for me. I am regularly intimidated by other women, less so now, but like I, you know, I can think about, you know, last, the beginning of last year. So beginning of 2021, I was in an in-person room. There were some very beautiful, very well put together, very smart women that I was extremely intimidated by and told them to their faces, like you intimidate the shit out of me. And I think a lot of that is just the sister wound, right? It's like, why, if we're all intimidated by other women, like, why aren't we just nicer to each other? Anyway, so I think that like, there's just so many layers of it. And for me, learning that actually when women build up other women rather than women compete with other women, so much magic happens. I really believe that we are heading into a season where women are like, this is our time. There has never been a better time for women. More women are becoming breadwinners in their home. I can label myself as that. More women are starting businesses. We're seeing women building unicorn businesses, which is like billion dollar valuation. 
Now I think about like Nix and Sarah Blakely and I think about, oh gosh, Michelle from Dragon's Den. I'm blanking on her last name, which is so embarrassing. There's just some really incredible women that are doing really incredible work. And I just feel like if you can embrace and heal this side of yourself that wants to compete with other women, like there's just so much freedom on the other side of it. And so to, if I'm going to take myself back to June, you know, I hosted this dinner with my friend Ashley and Ashley is an incredible intuitive being. And it's interesting because her and I have been on similar journeys. If I think about, you know, my background, I, I come from like a competitive sports background, right? Like growing up in my household, I felt competitive with my sisters. Then I was a swimmer and you're competing, right? It's an individual sport. Your value is how fast you go. And if you're faster than somebody else, like you're better. And then you hit your teen years where you start, you know, there's the pretty girls and you start competing and there's cliques and things like that. You're competing for male attention. And then into my career, I started my career in public relations, which is a very heavily female dominated industry. Uh, My boss made me cry every day. (laughs) She was mean, but it turned out she was just really good at her job. I love her now, but at the time I went home and cried every day. But like, there's just so many experiences over and over and over and over and over again that I had about these sister wounds. So whenever I would go and meet other women, I would always feel like I wasn't good enough. I'd always allow their successes to somehow like me, make me less. And I really had to learn that like, no, Laura, like there's so much value in who it is that you are. And being able to lean into my own belonging and to recognize that like another woman doing an incredible thing isn't her beating me. It isn't her being better than me. It's her leading the way and her showing me what is possible for me. And being able to shift that from a place of like feeling jealousy or like that I'm somehow against her to a place where I can celebrate her and hold space for her and let her know how incredible she is has been this insanely powerful shift in everything. Not only how I show up as a mother, as a human, but like just in the world, the way that the energy that I feel within my own body is just so different versus how it used to feel when I would constantly be competing. Like she's better than me. She's prettier than me. She's got better shoes than me. I mean, everybody has better shoes than me and that's fine. I can't walk in heels to save my life, but you know, that's fine. And so learning to really just be okay with who it is that I am and know that you know, my belonging in my fullest is worthy. And so is everybody else's and being able to hold that space and create spaces for women in that way has been such a cool experience. And I realize I've mentioned the dinner and then I stopped talking about it. So let's go there. So Ashley and I, I reached out to Ashley, I actually went to a dinner a couple months prior. My incredible friends, Christina Bartold and Maria from The Social Snippet, who produced this podcast, hosted a dinner in Kitchener that I went to, which was incredible. There were, I think, 24 women there. And I'll be honest, like two years prior, if I had known about this dinner, there was no way I was going. Like I was that girl from that Ambitious AF event saying like, women are scary. I'm not going to go. I don't want to do that. It's not going to be comfortable. But this time I was like, yeah, cool. Let's do it. You know? And so I remember driving there to Kitchener thinking, man, I'm actually really proud of myself. Like this is, this is growth, Laura. This is some growth that you're getting in the car. You're driving to Kitchener. You're going to go be in a room with 24 people. I I knew that I was going to know like a couple of people. Obviously, I knew the hosts, which is amazing. But I was like, all right, let's do it. Like, cool. Let's go have some fun. Which even just that is a big shift. Like not having nervousness, like going to this place of feeling like I'm so scared to be around other women because they're 
intimidating to a place where it's just like, yeah, let's just go be in the energy of some other women. Like for me, as I was doing my little drive in my car, seeing music to the top at the top of my lungs, I was really proud of myself. And so I went to this event, loved it. And I remember sitting there being like, I need to do this. Like, thank you, Christina and Maria, for being the example of what is possible. And not in like a, oh man, I'm so jealous, Christina and Marina had this 24 person dinner. Like, I, they're so much better than me. Like, no, I, I didn't do that. I went, wow, thank you for what's pr- proof of what's possible. I'm going to host one too. And so I decided that I was going to, I needed a buddy too, because I don't know a ton of people locally to where I am. I've, I've, I'm really fortunate to have some clients that are local. But my friend Ashley has a different network of entrepreneurs that are local. And Ashley is a person that's been on her own her own journey of discovering her belonging and leaning into her sister wound and things like that. And so Ashley said, yes, I want to call it the sisterhood. I was like, okay, let's call it the sisterhood. And immediately I had this reaction that was sort of like, okay, yeah, sisterhood, that's good. Okay. Yep. Yep. We're going to hold place. We're going to, it's going to be, you know, it, it gave that energy of community and collaboration. And we really wanted to make sure that the energy wasn't really about networking. Like it wasn't supposed to be like, bring your business cards and let's develop business opportunities. That wasn't the energy. The energy was like, let's come together in a season of community and commonality and safety and support because there just isn't enough spaces, enough rooms for women to come into to be held in you know, their, their fullest expansion. So we made a point of making sure that, okay, this is not a networking event. <laughs> yes, that's going to happen inevitably, but this is really about community. So we put it out there. We ended up having 13 women attend, which was amazing. We are planning our next event, which is going to be in October. If you missed out on the first event, or actually, if you attended the first event, you will get an email first. You'll be the first to know about the details for the second event. If you didn't attend the first event and you want to get the details, feel free to send me a DM and I will put you on the list. But we got to this event, 13 women. I had some nervousness. I'm not going to pretend I didn't. I felt a little nervous because I'm the host. And whenever I feel that like hosting, I, I get a little, I get a little excited. And I remember calling Ashley on the way to the dinner and I was like, okay, well, we can do this and this and this and this and this. And Ashley just said, Laura, it's just going to be fine. You know, you're just, it's it, however it plays out is how it's going to play out. Like, okay, you're right. So we go to this dinner and Ashley and I decided that we were both going to share in our experience with women, with our belonging, why we wanted to create this, this community. And so, you know, Ashley really shared about her and I really should have had her on this episode now that I'm now, I'm now regretting that Ashley's not here, but shared about her own experience with her own belonging and her fullest sense of self and being able to show up fully as who she is. And it's interesting because there's a reel from Brene Brown going around right now. And she's talking about how actually the opposite of belonging is fitting in because in fitting in, we try to morph ourselves into, you know, who other people want us to be, who other people think that we should be, you know, don't take up too much space. Don't be too smart, too pretty, too bossy, too strong, too much. Right. And so the opposite of belonging is fitting in because fitting in is changing yourself to be somebody that you're not, somebody on behalf of somebody else, somebody to make other people more comfortable. Whereas belonging is truly showing up in your fullest embodiment of yourself. And so 
Ashley has been on this journey and it's been so cool to watch her because I know her from, I've known her for, gosh, most of eight years at this point and going from, she also owned a CrossFit gym and going from that like hyper competitive CrossFit space, which CrossFit very much does create to a place now of, of, you know, this full embrace of her belonging is really beautiful. And so she shared her story and then I shared mine and talked about the fact that I have struggled in the past to have meaningful relationships with women. I'm not a person that had a, you know, big group of friends growing up. I'm a person that has a few very close one-on-one intimate relationships with other women that are, you know, very vulnerable and very sharing and like women that know everything about my life, but have, have struggled to, you know, fit in in groups and really only been able to create that sort of vulnerability and intimacy in a friendship because of doing the work that I've done. I think I carried a lot of shame around some of the things that maybe I was embarrassed about or some of the things that have happened in my life and some of the mistakes that I've made that I I didn't necessarily want people to know that full expression of myself. And so I shared this story about, you know, growing up in a home that really celebrated results, celebrated good grades, celebrated getting good jobs, good income, that sort of thing. And then how that translated into my life as in sport, in relationships, in relationships with other women. And so really talking about how I've struggled to feel like I know even know how to relate to other women and how to connect with other women. And so, you know, for me, that felt really vulnerable at the dinner to share. And what was so interesting is from there, just one by one, these women just started to share their stories. And, you know, I think of the 13 of us, I think 10 shared. And like, we went deep and we went deep fast, which was so, which to me, the part of it that was just so beautiful was that, you know, Ashley and I just laid it out. And like, this is where we are. (laughs) This is what this space is about. This is what we believe in. And this is our experience. And it was just so cool to see how that sort of opening the door to our own vulnerability and our own experience and our own healing of the sister wound allowed these other women to then share their authentic stories. And when I say we went deep and we went deep fast, like there was a lot of things covered very quickly. Things like infidelity, sexual assault, um, trauma, divorce, uh, relationships, like child loss, so many things came up so quick. And it was just like this immediate kind of holy shit moment. Like these are strangers. These are most of these women came alone. And the fact that, you know, 13 women got into a room, most of them had never met each other before to just like, hey, just lay it bare. This is my experience. This is my story. And this is what I'm working through was just like the energy was palpable. And this feeling of like collectively we rise. And the part of it that I just loved so much was that like, there was some emo- there was a lot of emotion. I don't say there's some emotion. There's a lot of emotion. And it was just so powerful to have these women holding space for each other. And it just really made me think, like, why? Why does the sister wound piece exist? Because 
when you remove that, when you give women permission to remove that, the amount of support and the amount of power that came from that space was just beyond anything that that I could have imagined. And so when I think about, you know, that dinner, the sisterhood, which is like kind of this like microcosm of stripping away the sister, the sister wound, like what would it look like if we all had that? What would it look like if you didn't get in this competitive vibe with other women? What if it was this, this feeling of like holding space and, and being open and, you know, saying I have your back no matter what. And so for me, this, you know, it's something that I'm, I'm going to continue to ponder. And, you know, once I, you know, had that experience at the dinner and then was at this event, this corporate event where I heard this woman say, well, women are scary. And it's like, well, maybe some women, but there's a lot of women that are actually like craving real, raw, authentic connection in ways that we haven't had. And so I'm super excited to continue doing these sisterhood dinners for obvious reasons. And, you know, for the women that didn't, that were at the event that didn't share, that was okay too, right? Not everybody is in a place where they're ready to speak their truth. I don't think everybody necessarily realized, and certainly myself, didn't realize that we were going to be going as deep as we did as fast. But I'm just so grateful. So if you're listening to this and you were there, just know that I love you. I'm so grateful for you. I hope that we'll see you again. And if you weren't there and you're not local to me or you feel like, driving to being local to me. I'd love to see you there. We hope to do more. We'll do one in October. I don't know if we'll we'll be able to squeeze one in December or not, but certainly in 2024, we'll do more. But also, if you're listening to this and you're not local to me and you're like, man, I want a space like this, make one. That is my invitation to you, is to make this space. And this is something that one of my mentors, Chris and Lori Harder, talk about all the time. It's like, if there is a community that you want to have that doesn't exist, create it. Make it. You don't you know, find a friend to make it with if that works for you. But I'm actually seeing this more and more online right now as people are creating these local community groups. And listen, I'm not doing them to make money. I think I maybe got a free dinner out of the last dinner. Like this isn't a money making idea for me. This is a a way for me to feel connected to my community, to feel connected to other people and continue to heal my own sister wound because there is so much power in women coming together. And if you're somebody that wants a space like this, like make one. I, it is, so powerful. Whether you have three people show up to the first one or eight people, you know, we had 13. I posted a picture about it and I think I maybe had eight to 12 messages from people within the first hour saying, I want to come to the next one. Like it starts to snowball really, really fast. And so super excited to continue to do it. I would also really encourage you if you're hearing about the sister wound for the first time. And again, I know I didn't probably didn't give it as, as good of a definition as I could have, but I would love for you to dig into it. I really want to invite you to dig into how the sister wound is showing up in your life. How is the sister wound stopping you from showing up in your full belonging? And how is it stopping you from building really authentic relationships with other women? I get on a fair number of networking calls. People love to connect me to other people and I love them for it. But I get onto calls and a lot of the time people will leave the call, they'll end the call with me and they'll say, thank you for being so real. Thank you for not pitching me. Thank you for not, you know, trying to sell me something. And I'm just like, what? Are we, what? What? What is happening? Like, why are we doing this? Right? Let's just create real connections. Okay. So to recap on your homework, because I'm giving you homework today, is you're going to look into the sister wound, learn about it, educate yourself on it. I, I don't know if there's any good books on it, but I just Google it. 
Google it. I'm sure there's TikTok videos on it you can watch. If you want a space like this, like the sisterhood, like the dinners that I that I'm hosting with Ashley, and you're not within driving distance of Barry, create it. People will come. People need it. Okay. And don't stress if the first one doesn't go so well. I'll be honest. I think we had like one ticket sold until like the week before the dinner. And we were like, oh boy. But we ended up with 13 and it was beautiful. I know the next one's going to sell it really fast. So create the space. Okay. And ask yourself, like, how's the sister wound showing up in your life? Are women really scary? Or are you just trained to think that they are? To train that you're competing with them, to train that they're not on your side? Because there is, I've seen it. I mean, I see it at the dinner. I see it in all of my programs. I see it in Ambition. I see it in the Growth Collective. I'm going to see it at the retreat in September. The way that women hold space for each other truly, authentically, in their fullest belonging is the most powerful place that you can be. So I hope that's given you some food for thought. I love you. Thank you for listening. Go heal your sister wound. Mine is healed. And that's why I can say I love you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you at the next episode. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode and know of other ambitious entrepreneurial mothers who would love to be part of this community, it would mean the world to me if you shared our podcast with them. Take a screenshot of this episode, text it to them, or share it to your Instagram stories and tag me so I can thank you for tuning in. Until next time, I love you, I appreciate you, and I am cheering for you so big.